podcast and let me tell you for me in almost a year it actually feels like the dwi podcast that's just a personal thing nothing against the dwi podcast people who know me could probably connect the dots with what's going on in my shoot life but a friday afternoon feels a little bit better today than it has over the past year my name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of Dum 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 Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never, the scientist, indeed, D.P.P., the birdie hunter himself. Birdie hunter. I had to, I had to celebrate all week for my, for my, God, I couldn't tell you the last time I've gotten a birdie playing golf. Baby. What hole did you birdie? What hole did you birdie? 14, I think. I think it was 14. 14. Was it one down the hill? No, it was up the hill. 13. The 13. one after the par 5. Up the hill. Second shot. I hit it left. Yeah. Second shot up to the green, about 10 feet. Knocked down the putt. Yeah. Yeah, so the hole, is, the, hole is lit- the hole is literally about, I don't know, four stories uphill, five stories uphill. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big jaunt up the hill. Uh, but the hole's about 390. So what did you have coming in? About 120? I think I had 120. Yeah, 120, 130, because I, I hit my nine, uh, which I can usually hit like maybe 130, 140. But I uh, played like a nice nine because I was in the rough. Popped it up there. Couldn't see where it landed exactly, but we knew it was really close because we heard some uh, good shot noises and uh, got up there and found it about, what, 10 feet from the hole? That's right. Knock down the birdie. That's park, right. Baby. We had a good time. Shout out to to the to Hootie Who to to Double R Hootie Who. We know GP knows who I'm talking about, and to Mr. Joel who was late because, well, you know what rhymes with late? It's defecate. AJ Belaz is also with us. He's funky, phenomenal, and also fresher than defecation. He's enjoying the high life over there. Man, that hair's getting long, brother, brother. Yeah, just a little bit. Ironically enough, Andrew just left to get a haircut too. Oh, okay. Well, you tell him to go Bring get a haircut. You keep that growing. Good, yeah, yeah, I was about to say we got the tiger beat going again. Oh, baby, we got a got a nice goat, nice goat going on there, and everything. Look at you. I, I heard, know it's uh, like I look like an adult. I heard you stopped and grabbed some fast food after work on your way home today. What did you grab? I did. I grabbed some Wendy's. What's in or the should bag? I say, Andrew it's grabbed some bag, Wendy's. Man. What's in the bag? What's in the box? It's looking like a baconator with some fries. Ooh, there you go. No spicy nugs. Nah, no spicy nugs. Just just the baconator. I got some. I got. Stick, I, got a... I got some sticky nugs, but I stopped at Burger uh, King. Did you um, do the? <laughs> you, were you outside? Not like... <laughs> the humidity. No, you're not... mowing the lawn. 
I didn't say that's tomorrow morning. I actually thought about it today, but it's like, it's, what is it? Like 87, 88 degrees outside, but the humidity is horrible. It feels like almost a hundred. 1130, 1130 AM for me. Mowed it. Soaking wet, man. Holy balls. Speaking Uh, of balls soaking. That's a good one. Did you, did you weigh yourself before and after you cut the grass to see how much weight you lost? I should have, I should have, but my, my, my Apple watch loved me today. Let's just say that, I guess. There you go. Watch it love you. Um, <laughs> no, Watch it love I'm, you. I am uh, I'm getting up early. I'm doing it at 7 a.m. tomorrow. That's the noise ordinance as far as I'm concerned in your neighborhood. Like 7 o'clock in the morning, you have to wait to do anything loud. And then I believe it's 10. If you're nice, you should at 9 o'clock stop being loud. But I'm waking everybody up tomorrow. I don't give a shit. I might even start at 6.30 when it's light out. I don't care. What are they going to do? By the time the cops get here, it's going to be 7 a.m. But anyway, enough about grass and, you know, busting your ass. I also stopped, but I stopped at Burger King. So they got the buy one, get one for a dollar. So I had to get a Whopper. Got to get a Whopper. And I don't get it with cheese there. I just put cheese on it when I get home. No, I like the original chicken sandwich. You like the the long chicken sandwich that they got? The long boy. Yeah, so I got that. I I ate half of it when I got home, so I got a Whopper and a half a original chicken sandwich. DP, you probably didn't get fast food today. What's the last time you got fast food, and what'd you get? Well, that would have been yesterday, as a matter of fact, where I uh, took a ride over to uh, a little store called Golf Galaxy, and uh, oh, would you get? Did you go get the six and the seven? They are unavailable, my friend. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do there. Um, I was looking at putters. Oh, really? Getting a new putter? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, yeah, I, I looked online for the 6 and 7 uh, hybrids, but I don't know if I can get them. I can't find them. What do you think about that? Did you try going on, did you try going on Callaway's website? I don't think I went on their website yet. I just I just Googled it and couldn't find them. Go on their website. If you can't find it, uh, contact them and email them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. Are you going to do, do six and seven? Or are you just I think do I'll six? do six. I'm going to do six. I'm going to leave my seven because I can. I should get better. I, my seven should be good. I, I don't know what was happening last time. <laughs> I, I swear the more times that I'm on this show with you guys, the more I'm like, hmm, I should take up golf. Dude, if I a sport you love you to hate. Like, yeah, if you lived in the area, you'd have a blast golfing with us. We have a really good time. So, oh yeah. See, the pro- the problem is with the uh, with my stepdad and his like group. We have one rageaholic. I don't know if you guys have it or not. It's a good thing that he's kind of rich, but he You're... will break at least one club every time that he plays. Oh yeah, I've broken clubs before, but not every time I play. Not... He he's. I just get mad at myself. Or if you stand directly behind me when I'm teeing off. Like, if I have to tell you for the fifth time, I'm going to get fucking pissed. You hear that? <laughs> you know who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I get back in the cart and Dan's sitting there and he's like, oh, fuck, I got to listen to this shit now. And I'm like, how many fucking times do I have to tell this guy to move the fuck out of there? I've been nice for four times, the fifth time. Fuck you. So I just be quiet because I know by the time we get to the green, it doesn't matter. So he's not going to care. <laughs> yeah. No, in fact, uh, uh, Hootie actually looked at me after I think I made a par or birdie or something. And he looked at me and he goes, are you still mad at me? <laughs> <I> did. Still mad? <laughs> and I, I looked at him, I smiled, and I said, yes. 
<laughs> As you always should. Uh, so, uh, but Hootie is, uh, he had a great 70s streak going. He's actually been playing great golf this year. He's, his handicap this year is probably a two or a three. Uh, can't wait. You could probably can't wait to hear from him and his, uh, he went to Aaron Hills and played. So yes. I'm wait to hear that story. Yeah, that should be a good time. That should be good for him. I hope he played well. Uh, so you, so you went to Chick-fil-A? Uh, no, uh, I went to Lou Melnati's. Huh? Lou Melnati's? Nope. What else well, is over one there? more. I think it's a local. It's more of a local place. There's only two around. Marty's. Marty's. No. Nope. Strike three. You're out. Keep going. Oh, uh, Keep going west. Uh, oh, close. What's similar to what? What do they serve there? Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're closed. <laughs> Damn it. Really? Uh, Ours is still uh, wide open. Shit. Well, they serve burgers. Oh, what's their, what's the kind of, what do you, what specialty thing do they do there? Five guys. No, 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 no. Nine I was thinking of custard. Open. I was going the custard route. Cops? I went to cops. Cops on, oh, what, where's cops it's in Brookfield? Blue Mound? Is it on Blue Mound in uh, Moreland? Or, uh, is it cops Brookfield. with a C or cops with a K? With a K, brother. Is that the sister store to the one on 76th and Layton? Yeah. But then there's a cops with a C instead of a K down in like Bayshore. That's garbage. Of a Silver Spring and 43. Oh, okay. Well, I've been there. It's not bad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that was one there. I, Yeah, different spelling, but I went to cops. So I guess we're time. not good enough, Kyle. We're not good enough for Kyle and Mags to dig their fucking PlayStation 4s back out because we know they fucking got them. Like, guys, yeah. come on. What the fuck? Come on, guys. We, all we wanted was a nice chair shot Madden League. Let's read up on this. the four since we have fives. Must be nice. Can you download? The question I have, and I haven't looked yet, is can you download the PlayStation 4 version on the PS5 and play it you know, I'm, against people I'm, I'm, against I'm PS4 and up. PS4? I'm look it up. I don't know. I haven't looked that up. Right. That would help because that would get us up to five. I think if we, Ray would be in, if 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 we got enough people, that's six. Do you think your brother would do it, Adam? Uh, I'd have to convince him. I mean, he might, he might not. He's in the well, same boat. He's in the same boat as Dan, where it's the, it's not so much the defense, but it's the buttons are different since we have the older Madden games. See, he's not used to hitting like triangle, do like an aggressive catch or square for a, a rack catch or anything like that. He's repetition. used to just like you'll get that. Yeah, come on. I'll get used to buttons. Buttons, I mean, are buttons. buttons he, are not a problem. Might, but who knows? <laughs> There's your title, DWI podcast number two eighty nine. Buttons are not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we got a leader in the clubhouse. There you go. Uh, I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Tony. You know how stubborn he can get. With me? Well, we'll try and figure this out. No we'll try and figure this out. Maybe we'll branch outside of that DM. And uh, I, I would like to get eight guys. I think we could do a good time because I think you could do a nice, you could do a nice snake draft for the players. You could create your own uniforms, and then you, you know, you could just go in there and, and have two four-team uh, conferences. So to confirm, uh, it is not cross-play. You can't play four and five. Well, but that's not the question. 
What if you download no, the like, PS4 version? You can't, you can't, but he's saying it doesn't matter. Doesn't you can't matter. Play someone on a PS4 that's on a PS5. Yeah, that's total BS. You can't play the same game against each other on. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, if Sony, total BS. All right. Well, if then. Sony would just kind of get some fucking shit out so people could buy it, you know, I don't really understand what the big deal is. Yeah. Oh, but they sold eight million copies. Circuit card. It's network circuit card shortages. It's it's they can't get hardware. Can't get hardware, man. Well, sounds like sounds like I bet you somebody could come up with a solution to their problem. Hmm. Yeah, open up the floodgates. Sure they can. <laughs> I'm sure they can. It's probably pretty easy, but you know, it's. Uh, I was about to say we went, my job. we went from you... a fast food to to golf to now it's like no, but you, the you, epilogue you, of a winner's you. You haven't had. I bet you you haven't even been close to finding one for Satchel, have you? I no, I honestly, I kind of wasn't really looking. <laughs> he found one though. Oh, he did. Apparently, he found one just the other just the other week. Maybe I'll have to ask him to keep looking for one. Yeah. I haven't really tried. Yeah, I kind of. I would eyeball it. I get some emails I'll go and on, stuff. Like, but that's in funny. three minutes, I'll have one on. It on. I'll go on for my first time, and in three minutes, I'll have one in my send my house in two days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Good, good conversation, good conversation. When we come back after this quick commercial break, we're going to find out what's on the big show sheet. You're listening to episode 289 of the DWI podcast on ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything progressing. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Well, well, we're waiting. As we all tackle, she. she. (laughs) So, DP knows my place, and I have angled ceiling, I have angled walls that are my ceiling, kind of. And in the kitchen, it gets, you know, pretty, pretty short, pretty quick. And I forgot I was wearing my. I went yes. to grab a beer, and I. You are not a short man. I'm okay. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck. The, the only thing we hear is the headset laugh. move, and then ah oh, fuck. So, if you didn't come back okay. laughing, I wasn't sure if maybe you knew you were on, if you thought you were on mute or something. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said. Oh, it. No, I knew what happened. There's nothing I could do. It was just like, oh fuck. It was just a little react. Pointing at him. I was like, I was like, don't, okay. don't tell him, don't tell him. But then he came back laughing. I'm like, ah, he knows. <laughs> I, uh, I'm okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> folks, this week 
on episode 289 of the DWI podcast. DPP, our very own DPP, was at AEW Dynamite this week at Milwaukee Panthers Arena, which is the old Mecca Arena right here in Milwaukee. And he got to witness Rampage, and Giannis was there. We're going to get into all of that. Obviously, we're going to give you our thoughts on SummerSlam. I think we're going to – let me backtrack a little bit. We're going to bring up the question, where is the Fiend going? We're going to attach that to the AEW topic to start. Uh, SummerSlam, we got trivia. You know we got trivia. It's going to be total BS, but we're going to love it. And the last call, we're going to stick with it for two weeks in a row. Last call, NXT. First ever three-time champ, Samoa Joe. DPP. Ring the bell. Hmm. Ah, why not? Everybody else is doing it. It's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. I butt chug salt water all the time. CM Punk. (laughs) You gotta know when to play that, you know? I mean, sometimes... Sometimes people are like, oh, he's going to do it, and then I don't. And they're like, ah, oh, fuck. And then they're like, there's yep. no way. And it's just out of nowhere. That yep. one was like an article. Good old CM Punk and BC Balls. I feel like yeah. uh, I feel like it should be like, uh, just when they think they got the answers, I butt chug salt water. So. <laughs> I've done it at that point before, too. And I think they got <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I throw that in everywhere. It's great. It's great. I love it. Anyway, CM Punk, DP. Tell us about your experience. Uh, wait, before you do that. Hey, Phil. No one born and raised here wants you to call this city Philwalkie. Not a single motherfucker here. You're from Chicago. I don't hate Chicago. I don't fucking like it. And I sure as fuck don't want my city called after any motherfucker from Chicago. Now, I got nothing against you, Phil. You would have no idea who the fuck I am, but... You know, if you had the memory of Mary Lou Henner, you would have remember meeting me a couple of times. You were okay guy, but I love watching you in the ring. No more Phil Walkie. Got it, motherfucker? So, DP, how was Wednesday night? <laughs> I'll tell you, there was one sign with that on there, and that was it. Um, I think one of the most entertaining parts of it was Tony Khan coming out before the tapings to introduce himself and talk some shit. And he came out to Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shlemiel! Shlemazo! Yes. Or, or as we called it back in the day, scissoring. <laughs> wow. So yeah, he came out. He's, he's got the jokes. He's uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Talked a little bit and then decided to drop the little nugget on us that we were going to get a taping of AEW Rampage after Dynamite, which was pretty badass. So we got to see a bonus show. Do you still have the Owen Hart uh, clip? Which one? <laughs> well, I mean, the well, most enough infamous one. is enough, and it's time oh, for a change. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, ah, you just dropped. You just dropped the keyword. I did. Damn it! No, I don't have that one. You don't uh, have it. I only yeah. have Steam. Well, maybe I have it saved under. I'm not. I don't know. Or or maybe under, under not. I was about to say, the, 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 you're not an. I'm not a Nugget uh, line. Yeah. He got out somewhere. there shortly. We got nothing. Pig. No, no, I don't have it. Uh, nope, I'm not going to find it fast enough either. That's the problem. 
I probably have I it somewhere. I in salt water all the time. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, me from 100 episodes would really be pissed off at me from right now. Like, I have no problem just not talking wrestling and going off on tangents. I think 100, 150 episodes ago, <laughs> myself would be yelling at myself, like, what the fuck are you doing? It's and a drunken like, wrestling intellect. Come on. Now, and now I don't really care. I'm like, let's talk. Whatever goes on a sidetrack of wrestling, yeah. I'm like, let's talk about that. How come we can't find the Owen Hart Nugget <laughs> clip? Ah. <laughs> you know, well, it's because you got uh, over, you know, 289 episodes. You, you got quite the collection, and then. You know, it takes you a while Almost to like figure out or five where you are. Too. I am not a nugget! Hey. Uh, there we go. I knew how he was stretching out his verbiage there the last few moments before he played it that he that he found it, I could tell. Uh, we got it. All right, so, so back to AEW Dynamo. Yes. So uh, we got to enjoy, obviously, AEW Dark. Um, I believe I got to see uh, a good friend, a uh, BCW wrestler, Tyler Sullivan, Get himself a match on AEW Dark, which I thought was pretty badass. Unfortunately, it like it was too quiet, or everything else was too loud. I couldn't hear the name, but then I saw him standing in the ring, and I'm like, hey, that's Tyler. I'm like, that's badass. Of course, he got squashed, because everybody on AEW, every match lasts like a minute. Um, but it was still pretty cool to see him. Who did he wrestle? Oh, I don't remember the guy's name. It was, I think it was the guy who came out with Matt Hardy. But it was like the first match of the show. So there you go. Uh, well, good. He's a good guy. He's been yeah. on the show. We've watched a bunch. Of, I think his best gimmick ever was Tyler Sunday, the ice cream man. Uh, and folks, just so first he's the ice cream man and he comes out and he's giving away ice cream bars. And he's and he's he's, you know, the kids love him. The people love him. You know, the, the heels give him shit and he gets over on him anyway. And then he heel turns. And how does he do it? He starts giving out diabetes pamphlets to people and telling them, I've been poisoning you this whole time. You know, you're going to die a slow death. And I'm like, this is fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Back to AEW Dynamite. Back to AEW Dynamite. So, yeah, I, it, was, it was pretty awesome. You know, we had some pretty good seats. Got to see everybody singing Jericho and Fozzie. Uh, having that. MJF was pretty cool to see in person, like, and then CM Punk's, like, just, I mean, that was loud as fuck. Like, it was loud, you know, when CM Punk came out. It was pretty awesome. Uh, Justin Roberts is always fun. That was kind of neat, you know, hearing, you know, him just kind of riffing with the crowd during the downtimes. Um, everybody loves Aubrey Edwards, apparently. That's, uh, that's a big thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's re- I think she's really I think she's been the be- one of the best parts of AEW. I've said that all along. She's she's an excellent referee. I mean like I Yeah. I think she's one of the best referees in the industry right now. Yeah. Um I thought the Boxley entrance was pretty badass getting to see that in person. Yeah, you said that was what a row or two over from you? Yeah, that was it went right behind us and then like one row over. Um you know, they they mentioned that match was going to be coming up next, and they went to commercial. And so we uh, so did. Uh, did he come out with Eddie Kingston? Yeah, he came out with Eddie Kingston. Okay, so does Eddie Kingston look like a wrestler? Or does he just look like a fucking guy who walked into the bar that has a beer gut and should be playing softball three days a week? That is exactly what he looks like. Like he just came out, yeah. came into the, uh, <laughs> walked into the bar looking to start a fight, <laughs> and it's just. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, coming out to Wild Thing, which was kind of cool. Uh, but it was neat. It was kind of funny. Everybody's like, everybody started looking at every entrance there was to see where they were, like, where's Moxley going to come out? Where's Moxley going to come out? And all of a sudden you turn around and there's a, a good handful of security at one door. And then a camera shows up and a little, you know, one of those little square, you know, LED lights to light up the area. And it was like, oh, well, I guess I know where he's coming out now. Uh, so that was fun. I kept looking around thinking Darby Allen was going to be in the rafter somewhere, but he never, they never did that bit. So, uh, so I wanted to make a point. You and I talked, right? We had a conversation, mm -hmm. um, after you went and we had, I don't know if, when, when did, I think, yeah, we were talking yesterday. We talked um, yesterday. How full was it? Was it packed house? Every seat was full? Well, well, let me tell you something, brother. It was Whoa, not. That. It was not that, a packed house, dude. Uh, which What's was the percent? very interesting. Oh, I'd say it was probably. Wait, 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 wait. Start over because you almost went into it. Can you tell me the percentage as Christopher Walken? That's the first part of what you <laughs> so I thought you were going to do. Can you please? He's got a pretty good Christopher Walken, folks. Like, I don't want to overhype it. I may have already done it. Probably. I may have already spoiled it. But I, but I think you're going to enjoy DP's Christopher Walken. So I would, I would, I'm going to be quiet and just let him do it. Go for it. I so. just, I just don't want to overhype it. I just don't want to overhype it. Well, I mean, I'm the one that usually does the voices around here. So I kind of want to hear it. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, you talk you talk a lot. You know, you make it sound like it's really good when it's not. You know, at the arena, I looked around. You, I, you know, I gotta say, that's probably like eighty percent, eighty percent, eighty-five. And if you were looking at Tony Khan, you'd probably What's be it? like smarts. Smarts, doesn't it? Stings. <laughs> that's, God, that's, and that's as good. Cool, so I gotta tell you something. As good as it's gonna get. It. Uh -oh. <laughs> ah, you're talking to me he all wrong. That's wrong tone. You do it again. I slap you in the face with a soldering iron. Uh, he missed out though on one thing. Like George Foreman had the grill. He could have had Christopher Walken closets. I'm just saying that deserves. A God, God damn it! Wow. Come on. Give wow. me one. No. <laughs> Yeah! Take that, Ron. Ah. What's, the, what's the old it, joke? Dude. What's the opposite of Christopher Reeves? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Oh, oh. oh that one was actually funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your estimation, uh, I mean, let uh, go on the side of AEW and tell me at the most the percentage it could have been full. Oh, I could have been 90, 95%. Like, I get, you know, some of the spots. No, no, no. I mean, as it was, but be lenient with your percentage. The mo most amount full you say it was, was 80%. It wasn't more than 80%. No, I don't think so. I mean, I was looking around, like, with, like I get some of the spots that maybe they couldn't sell or whatever. Like, you get the hard camera area. There's obviously not going to be seats there. I get that part. But but when I look around and I see, like, five or six rows up on the side and there's open seats in between people, like, oh, that's got to be perfect. sold. That's 100% can be sold. Perfect. Like, there's this, there's not really, 
where they had it set up, and I don't know if you could see it from the pictures if you go on uh, at It's Me DPP on the Twitter and look at some of my shots there, because I was, I was directly looking at the entrance ramp, which was pretty badass, except for the A-holes with fucking signs in front of me. Um, yeah, you fucking yeah. A-holes. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a kind of a feeling of a take on, on the crowds. All the time. What? <laughs> but there was no like, you know, the the angle from where they could have sold those seats was not necessarily behind, you know, the ramps where they could have sold those seats. I think, and there was a lot of open seats over there. Okay. So. So. You're telling me <clears throat> that AEW in their second live show with CM Punk only sold four fifths of the available seats for sale. That's what it looked like to me. Maybe Folks, they'll say it's 90%, but the fact that want, they weren't hundred percent, I want people to really got it. Think about that. Motherfucker. If Four, people wanted to know, Tony has been fighting a fly for the past got, five I minutes. Not the fucking cunt. <laughs> now I gotta wipe off my computer. But while I do this, I can say, what does that tell you about AEW? And what does it tell you about CM Punk? Second time. Second time. Second time out. They couldn't sell a fifth of the tickets for CM Punk in a market he is directly related to. In a market that comes out and unbelievably supports wrestling. In a market that eats AEW for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they can only sell four-fifths of their available seats the second time CM Punk comes out, the first time he comes around here. What what does that tell you guys about AEW? What does it tell you about CM Punk? Like, even if... I'm done. Go ahead. (laughs) Even if... You know, I, I, there's no way that many people or that as many seats were because the people couldn't make it or something like that. But even if nobody, those tickets weren't sold, I would, you know, if once CM Punk showed up last week, I would have highly believed that people were going to scoop up those tickets to see him. Like, I feel like that should have been an easily sold out arena. No problem. At that point, when you're an hour away from Milwaukee, uh, from Chicago, you know, easily, easily done. Yeah, especially since, oh, yeah, it's the long way to return to CM Punk. Oh, yeah, everyone loves his commentary. Everyone loves his pipe bombs. Yeah, if you have 80% there, that kind of speaks a little bit there. That, that, that makes it seem like people are interested. People want to watch it, but not everyone. Because, like like you said, Dan, they, you could easily fit more people in there, but they didn't. They didn't really put that many butts in. They did put butts in the seats, but they didn't put all the butts in the seats. You know? I get 90 or 95%, but if it's lower than that, you, you got to look a little bit. We're going to move on from this, and we're going to go into our subtopic here before we get into SummerSlam, as we're going to keep the troll rolling. But I just want to say this. We're not talking about a 25,000-seat arena. We're not talking about a 20,000-seat arena. We're not talking about a 15,000-seat arena. We're talking about an arena that, when you pack it out to the gills, 
is maybe 12 and a half. But when you set it up for a wrestling show is probably closer to like 10. They couldn't sell 10,000 seats for CM Punk second time back. Think about that. And while you do it, use your head. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back. Episode 289 DWI Podcast. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Pick yourself up a ChairShot t-shirt. Don't skimp. Get soft style. Do your epidermis a favor. They make a great gift as well. I guarantee it. AJ Belaz, where's the fiend going? Where's Bray Wyatt going? Is he going to Impact? Is he going to AEW? Is he going to do a combination of both? Is he going to get a stint in Japan? Where is Wyndham Rotunda headed, AJ? I think he'll be going to AEW. He might do some tricklings down in Impact, but I think he's going to AEW most of all. If you have watched AEW Dynamite this week and saw the short, um, you know, promo they did with the Dark Order, and you can see that the dissension is in the works and the they're not all on the same page and they're, you know... They need a leader because they don't believe that Numero Uno is the leader. Guess There's who a needs to be a leader? And they That's need not somebody bad, to come actually. in. That's not bad. I, I don't I, – I like it. I mean, his connection with, with Brody, uh, you know, Harper, I, I mean, that's there. I, what do you think about that, AJ? You know, we, we, we need to get the leader's leader. And they do like some sort of satanic ritual or something or whatever. And then you get the old Bayou Whisperer Bray, whatever he wants to go by. Well, is it, it, where's, what's Rowan up to these days? I don't, like, just scouring the indies, I guess. Because he was, he was on AEW for the Brody Lee tribute, but after that, we really didn't see him much after. So I don't I don't know. He could come in. So, OK, I, like I'm interested in that storyline. But at the same time, like, OK, him him doing the Dark Order thing, I guess. But it feels a little lazy, like Rowan would feel even lazier. I don't know. You think that's something Bray would even want to do? I'm not sure. I mean, it makes sense. I'd like to see it. But I'll tell you what, I think it would be hard to execute over a long period of time. Probably over a long period of time, maybe. Um, you know, I think. Or, he... or maybe it's harder. Maybe it's easier to execute over a long period of time, actually, and harder to execute if you're going to do it for a brief period. Like people be like, "Oh, that was like so lame. It was so quick, or something." I don't know. Well, it's just a lot of question marks. Yeah, I think. Well, I kind of felt like that initially too. Like everything was moving pretty quick. Uh, unfortunately, Brody Lee, you know past but um i i like that i know you know he's obviously was really close with him you know and gets this would give him the opportunity to to you know be closer to his family and you know his little little his son you know negative uno or whatever they call him negative one you know uh can maybe help you know be with him a little bit more 
and and you know help him grow in the business if he's gonna eventually do what his dad did or what but i think that would kind of be pretty cool if he wanted to do that and then instead of getting a sister abigail we get a brother abraham <laughs> okie dokie there you go yeah brother <laughs> yeah brother oh man all right what i mean if he doesn't go to AEW and doesn't go to Impact, what would I mean? Would you guys like to see him in Japan for a brief stint? No. You know where I would see him going if that was the case. If he didn't go to AEW or Impact, I can see him going to NWA. I, I honestly, I you know, I I see him coming back to WWE. Why not? <sighs> Why wouldn't it be mm. just a hey, you know, I we needed this. I need. I mean, we don't really know the whole story. Like, and come back as somebody else. Don't it doesn't have to come back as the fiend. All right. I don't well, know. we'll see. My my money's not on that. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weirder things have happened. That's a true story. Yeah. All right. It's all about let's the talk money. About the, let's talk about the summer classic, indeed. I love that song. We did a whole a couple of years ago on Pot is where we did a whole summer theme heading into SummerSlam, so I had I had that in there. I'm like, ah, oh, let's play that. It's a great it's a great song. I mean listen. chug salt water all the time killing him with the butt chug today in just the city him. that dude just swerved into traffic he missed them all don't worry he's fine you got to be careful when you're driving and listening to the dwi podcast but what you would like to remind you and this was a big part of our show and somewhere i just stopped saying it don't drink and drive drink and podcast uh yeah very true anyway SummerSlam. i loved it i thought it was a great show from open to close and everything in between aj i believe you covered it i did cover it and and might i i actually really liked it a lot of the matches made sense of course some of them fell flat (coughs) alexa and and, and ava marie but um i know that big cough big cough but um swear it's not save that one for your physical i know right (laughs) Thing one, thing two, thing three. Whoop! Anyway, you know, you know, you know why? Uh, bring the. <laughs> you know when you go to a physical and the doctor grabs your balls and tells you to cough. You know why he, you know, he's doing that, right? 
Well, is is never, there an actual reason to it? Yeah. Never grabbed my balls, Dan. He's just stuck his Wait. finger underneath them to find him out if you have a hernia. Well, he's checking if you have a hernia. He's checking for a hernia. Yeah. Because if the yeah. doctor can't lift your balls, he has a hernia. Hey. Okay, go ahead. Give go. yourself a rim job. <laughs> uh, if we're talking of no, 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 that could also be a name that, of the title. Give yourself no, a rim job. <laughs> that guy said he could give himself a rim job. He went. He went past where he was trying to go. He missed it. You you got off the wrong exit. You missed it. It was the exit before us where you were trying to. Never mind. Jesus I need Christ. Yeah, it's on the rib removal side of the game. Where were you going with this, Dan? <laughs> no, I wasn't going anywhere. It was AJ's uh, anyways. story. <laughs> anyways, we, we actually had some good matches. We really did. You know, like I said, some of them fell flat. You know, like even Marie being on the main roster show. Oh, fuck. You know, we had a surprise. That one was on purpose. As Tony hits his fucking head again. That one I did on purpose. And clear, clear your head with that Miller. But uh, I'm just going to say this for one oh. thing, and I'm I'm offended, Dan. I can tell you don't read my articles, especially after uh, Edge versus Rollins. I know you don't read my articles. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Go ahead what and what check have I done? Out. Go ahead and check it out. Ah, oh, damn it. I, I, we got to have... witness this on air. We got to witness this on air. Oh, boy. So, folks, right now, you can, you can, if you haven't read AJ's article and want to know what he apparently probably made fun of DP or something, I don't I know. Uh, I, I didn't read it either. Okay. Um so we're going to all find out together. You can read along over at thechairshot.com and just go to WWE Results, SummerSlam, AJ's SummerSlam Results and Review, or something like that it's going to be called. Yep, By the way, I, wanna, I would like to call out our entire writing and podcasting staff on air. Oh, God. If we're going to put the title of the show up and then put a dash and then put the weekly title up after that, Fine. If we're going to put the title of the show up and then put a colon and then the weekly title after that, fine. Let's stop fucking doing both. Use the <laughs> goddamn, use the goddamn colon. End of story. Dan, are you done reading yet? Use I, had to, I had to go ahead. I had to be right. Use your colon. There you go. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he, he has to go all the way down to Edge and Seth Rollins. Be right, everybody. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. Hey, uh, if you're offended by what I said, then I was talking to you. If you're not offended by what I said, then I wasn't oh, talking shit. to you. Here we go. Hopefully I don't read this. <laughs> what am I reading? Is, is it that, that paragraph? Yes. Well, okay, let's read the whole thing. I want to start get the whole context in here. Go ahead, DP. All right, here's... And now narrating AJ Belaz's SummerSlam Revolts and Review is the scientist, DPP. So we're reading the final paragraph of Edge wait, vs. Wait, wait, Seth Rollins. Wait, wait, wait. Could you do it as Christopher Walken again? Oh, that's not, God. That's not, I don't think I can read it. Come on, you do it. I believe oh, in you. Oh, no, brown cow. <laughs> <laughs> the cow jumped over the moon. <laughs> You're telling me the cow jumped over the moon? With a spoon. <laughs> Frankenstein never scared me. Marsupials okay, do. Because yeah, it's the pouch. Oh, I thought it would be the pouch. <laughs> Can you right. read the article Here we about go. how Edge... Roll... Here we go. Rollins sets up the stomp again, but Edge moves out of the way of the stomp. Seth tries to turn it into a pedigree, but Edge spins out of it for a glam slam. 
Seth baits Edge to the ropes and hits a netbreaker through the ropes, trying for another stomp, but Edge catches Seth, stuns him on the apron, and lands a suicide spear like it's WrestleMania 21 again against Foley. But Edge keeps it up and takes it to Rollins and goes for a spear, but gets caught into a pedigree, but again to a near fall. Rollins goes for a Phoenix Splash, but Edge dodges and hits the spear onto Rollins, but another near fall happens and Edge is shocked. Edge tries everything now to win and beat Seth, reversing one more stomp attempt and even bringing the Educator back to get a submission victory, but Rollins rolls out and now gets a crossface started. Seth tries to break out and get an advantage, but Edge opens his arms, bashes Seth's head into the mat, and puts an arm-captured headlock, and Rollins taps out. And in parentheses, Adam Joseph beating an architect. Hopefully DPP doesn't read this. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <sighs> well done, AJ. Well freaking done. Uh, I got I got to put myself over a little bit. God damn it. <laughs> No, but all in all, SummerSlam was actually pretty good. Like I said, we had a surprise <laughs> return. I, I got to put DP on blast real quick. And Goldberg actually learned how to wrestle. Can we talk about that? Goldberg actually did wrestling moves during the Lashley match. What fucking match were you watching? He tried to body slam him three times, and he did but it. they started with a collar he, and elbow. He did it a half a time. Dude. Just stop. Just stop. Don't even... Let's not... I mean, uh, that's one, by the way. Uh, For what, Goldberg? Yeah. That's two. Mm -mm. So so who did Lashley beat Dan in at the SummerSlam event, the co-main event? Oldberg? Gilberg. Ooh. Goldilocks. Former lineman for the Atlanta Falcons. Gilly Boldberg? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch that match. There's some guy who couldn't guy who couldn't make a body slam and couldn't stand up because he's 55 years old. Oh, yeah. And then he gets backstage and he's probably like, did you see that? That was my tribute to Mark Henry. That was the world's strongest slam. I meant to do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Hey, remember when Bobby Lashley didn't rotate enough and almost died in the middle of the ring because you wanted yeah, to throw like, him off the top? If Chris Farley interviewed Bill Goldberg... Ah, fuck. That's three. I didn't really even mean to do it there, but I, I that was three. Austin Powers that where it's like you say it twice in a row and then something new comes up it's a new series of three ah number two uh that's what I thought of that match I don't even know where we were Let, fuck no one wants to talk about that Brock Lesnar he's back, he's back. yeah too he's apparently a baby face ah well I mean he's gotta come back he's the only thing he's come back to feud with is Roman. It doesn't make sense to do it any other way. Is this too early for this? Is, are we going to find out? Okay, so you're listening on a Saturday or over the weekend. This week we recorded Friday afternoon instead of Saturday morning, so we haven't watched SmackDown yet. So is this something where he comes out and it's like a John Cena rock thing where he's like, if you can hold on to that till WrestleMania, I want you at WrestleMania. You know, or are we going to get this? 
at Crown Jewel. I hope we don't get it at Crown Jewel. I, I'm, I would like a, I would like a better build towards a SummerSlam. I'm really hoping that they're gonna just do away with the whole Raw versus SmackDown champion versus champion thing and <clears throat> give me Brock and Roman Reigns there. I think there's either. You mean Survivor Series? What did I say? SummerSlam. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Wrong yeah, yeah, SF. Oh, I'm sorry. This. <laughs> This is SummerSlam Backlash. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, no. No, that's, that's, that's Extreme Rules. <laughs> it's SummerSlam Extreme Rules. Oh, ooh, yes. Uh, so we'll get it at Extreme Rules, and Paul Heyman's going to be locked in a cage and hung above the ring, and oh, it's going to be Reigns versus Brock. Dan, Dan, Paul Heyman controls what happens when he's out there, so like that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want shark cage. I want the shark cage back. I so miss the shark cage. Just shut up, AJ. Talk to me. AJ, let let you talk to me. Let you talk to me. Let me talk. To or, or or as the former million dollar champion, let me talk to you. Well, yeah, let you talk to me. So I are you kidding actually me? Like it? I like it a lot. I'm not even kidding because you just went through John Cena. And we know that Roman Reigns is going to go face The Rock at some point down the line. Who the fuck knows? And then probably well, face Hogan, but that's besides for, the point. For Cena, it, it totally worked out. It was it was the best thing. Like, they, they protected the shit out of Cena. Oh, yeah. Right? Because the second after Cena is done with Roman, here comes Brock, and you have no time to sit and reminisce on Cena getting beaten by Roman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they did Cena a favor in so many ways. But then you got Brock. You already have the built-in storyline of, hey, Paul Heyman's there. Not to mention, it feels like Brock's... Or not Brock. Roman's going through the old older generation where, you know, he had to face Edge. And he had to face Cena. And now he's got to face Lesnar. Well, even Daniel Bryan before that. And Daniel Bryan. But again, like it's like the old guard he's beating everyone because no one of his current peers are on his level. So he has to beat everyone who is the main event scene in the mid-2000s or the super OVW class. It's just good business, though. I mean, you can't act like that hasn't been done in WWE for decades. I mean, any smart company does that. It's just it's good business. I mean, I, and maybe you didn't mean it in a negative way, but. That's just kind of the problem I have with wrestling fans is, like, think about it a little bit. You know, just think. You know, if it it was up to the IWC, Cesaro would fucking still be champion, and we'd all be like, oh, cool. He swung that guy in a circle again. He swung him for each day he held the title. Yay! Cesaro, and I didn't really mean that shot against him, but I'm saying, you know, Vince knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned the OVW class too, which is which might be interesting. You know, do we end up seeing the other, the rest of them? Like, would he go through them all? Will Batista come back and have a match with him? Will Randy Orton come back uh, to SmackDown and have a match with him? I'm the last ones. I'd I'd like to see Orton and you know, Roman. But oh, speaking of Orton. How about RK Bro? Bro. Fantastic. I'm telling you, this ends with Riddle turning. 
and he and he goes heel, and he's the one that everybody thinks it's Randy's going to do it. Like, I think, yeah, it's going to happen. Maybe Survivor Series. Like, they defend these titles, they defend these titles, and then they're the ones that get to do a Survivor Series team, and they screw each other over there. I don't know. I'm just by Tony. I don't. I don't know due to the fact that they've already done that a handful of times. Like the last one that I can honestly think of was Ambrose and Rollins when they won the tag titles, and then the next week or so, oh, Ambrose does dirty deeds onto Seth Rollins. Now they have to like randomly lose these belts. Like it's, it's not a bad idea. It's just I don't think they would do it that early after doing it about what three, four years removed from doing it the last time. That's eons ago, AJ, in WWE time. It's It's classic. It's classic wrestling. Break up the tag team. Let's do it. I I want it. I think it's going to be WrestleMania. I think they can go a little longer. Have the dissension start at the Rumble. One of them throws the other one out. Like, what the fuck, man? I thought we were doing this thing. And we get our way all, all to WrestleMania. Randy Orton and Riddle. That mania riddle I, I like i think riddle's gonna be the heel too i think he's got to do the turn now after all of this it has to be riddle being heel but i like it i like him dragging yeah. it out to wrestlemania but like you said <laughs> eons ago for for wrestling and for wwe they like to move quickly a lot now so there's not as much build up as there usually is or would i would like there to be so Maybe it'll be sooner, but I, I would love to see it go to WrestleMania. They, they're so much fun. They're so entertaining together that I don't I don't want it to end that quickly. So let's keep moving forward because AEW had their moment in the sun. And Vince brought back Lesnar to counter. And it also seemed he was steamed by Punk and brought back Becky Lynch. Yeah, you like what I did there? Nice. See, that was better. And then I get the backhanded, like, pity fucking, oh, you did a great job. Yeah, Here's good job. Play. Gold star. Pat on the back. Okay, Andrew, let me know when Adam comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Andrew. Missed you this week. Hey, thanks, by the way, AJ. And shout out to Ray as well, who got to witness a PC Tunny Wednesday evening. Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch, guys, thoughts? Like, did they mishandle the Sasha situation? Should have just been, I mean, they tried to throw you off with the red herring with Carmella coming out. Like, oh, we're not going to get Becky, you know. And then we got Becky. But I don't know. What did you guys think of the whole situation, AJ? Well, I mean, like like you said, they threw the red herring with with Carmella, the red herring, like you said, and then they got the red hairling with Becky Lynch coming in. Uh, all right, give it to him. <laughs> and you know, Becky just goes, "Wait one minute, I'm gonna go beat the shit out of Carmella." Do you want to match with a man now? Sure. Snuff, manhandle, slam, one, two, three. It makes sense. It does. I just hope that they didn't just push Bianca to the side is my only problem. Because you can always come back and, you know, Sasha will just be like, uh, I'm supposed to have this match, so I'm next in line. And then Bianca will probably be like, uh, I'm the one that was the champion, so I'm next. 
yada, 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 all that fun shit. But Becky coming back was supposed to be for ratings, and that's exactly what they did. You heard the music, you heard the woes and all that. She came back, everyone popped. Everyone was surprised that she just snuffed her eight minutes or eight seconds later, wins the title. Now we're going to see what happens for us tonight. For you guys, you can yell at us later. And apparently she's supposed to be a heel. Yeah, that was interesting. I guess we'll see what direction they're going to go. I don't necessarily think you can go in that direction, but I've been, I've been, I've been wrong, not only about WWE, but many things in life. DP, how difficult is it actually for AEW? Because they go, here's Punk. And then Vince goes, okay, here's Brock and Becky. What do you think about that? Like, I I, I bet 100. And Vince goes, I raise you a million. <laughs> well, that's coming out and, you know, swinging for a home run. And the other guy can easily hit a grand slam next time you're up. You know, that's oh, that's what Vince not, has in his pocket. Not just the grand slam, like you hit a home, like you hit a solo home run, and he comes out with a football and throws it to the guy for seven runs for a touchdown. That's the difference. It's it's a different. It's playing a different game. It's a different game. Yes, <laughs> you got it. Yay! It's tough. It's what do you, you know? That's what you. That's what you're working with right now. And that's the way it's always going to be. Really, I mean, that's just. That's the nature of the business right now and in and, and WWE right now. But, I mean, you know, you want to pull something big out of your pocket, you know, Vince is always going to be at the ready. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> hey, seen a brat in a can before? I'll play with you, Becky. <laughs> That's wrong. That was wrong. That's wrong. What? Uh, what? Okay. Uh, Once we're on the horn, we talked about the – oh, you got more? Uh, yeah, I just – I think there was no reason for Carmella to come out. What I really wanted to see, and I have no problem with, and I, I actually tweeted out some some replies to a couple of people, which was surprising. I obviously clearly had enough to drink before SummerSlam to uh, actually tweet something out. I I thought it was brilliant. I thought that was exactly the way they should have done it, whether it was because Becky wasn't ready to wrestle or not. But I thought it was brilliant, and I thought I wanted it shout back out to 1988 SummerSlam, the first one. When out comes Honky Tonk Man and Brutus the Barber Beefcake can't go, I wanted Bianca Belair to get on that mic and say, give me anybody out here. I don't care who it is. And bam, that's what Becky Lynch's music should have hit. There was no reason to have Carmella. I thought it would have been great that way, but we got what we got. I had no complaints, really. Yeah, tonight should be very interesting. Uh, Let's go once around the horn here. Favorite thing from SummerSlam besides what we've just talked about, the things we haven't talked about. Real quick, I'll start. Damian Priest. Love the guy. I think he's going to be a huge star. Gets his first major title. He's shortened up that entrance a little bit. He's really gotten into doing some good work in the ring. And most of all, the guy has a personality on the mic. And that's going to get him a long way. Great look, great mic, good ring work. DP? Well, the stupidest time, stupidest one of the night was McIntyre beating Jinder in less than a couple minutes with, uh, you know, his boys uh, Veer and Shanky Panky not being allowed at ringside. Um, I'm. Up, baby, does the Shanky Panky. <laughs> Mine is Charlotte Flair winning once again and getting one step closer to my my prediction. 
Two? Uh, I said one. Breaking the record. I butt chug salt water all the time. <laughs> you be quiet. You said two things. AJ? What is this? Pardon? What is this? Uh, I know this we alluded the horn. to the match. Can't mute me. Uh, I was about to say, I know we alluded to it before, but um, Edge coming out to the brood entrance. Yeah. Great call. Ring the bell. That was awesome. The fire, the dark persona, everything. It was 1998 for him all over again. That was beautiful. I love that they had to change it to the brood bath instead of the blood bath, and they couldn't use red blood. That was terrible. Ugh. Yeah. You looking for it too, or what? I used to have it. <laughs> I'm just like, I see both you guys looking at your screens not, like. Okay, it's not under Gangrel. It's not under brood. It's not under the brood. I don't have it. Gosh, oh, darn it. Come on. All right. The new brood. All right. No, fuck the new too much but Tony what time is it ah phenomenal funky facts because you know that can cracking means Tony's getting ready for some total BS does anybody know who won last week I feel like the British invaded and I don't know I'm, I can't, can't remember actually no way you won oh yeah that's right I did you did because you pulled TLC out of your God. ass for fucking SummerSlam well, you know, it's easier to pull that out than uh <laughs> than salt water. No, 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 no. Hey, no. phrasing. Then, um, uh, Kyle Petty was it? Kyle Petty? I pulled Kyle, Kyle Petty out of my ass. Yeah. Kyle Petty out of your ass? Yeah. <laughs> He's a little bigger. I don't know, but it's it's easier to pull a concept out of your ass than a human. I think I don't. know. I've never pulled a human out of my ass. Sounds like a South Park episode. It does. It actually Chicken does. Fucker. Anyway. Wait, was that a Super Troopers reference? No, Chicken Fuckers. From... Oh, no, no, no. Super Trooper was a uh, uh, cow fucker. No, it was Chicken Fucker. Or Bear Fucker, that was it. Bear Fucker. It bear. Oh, that was on there, too, yeah. Well, license and registration. Chicken, chicken fucker. <laughs> chicken fuckers first from uh, there's the chicken fucker from episode from South Park, right? I think, I think like so. season one or something. Yeah. Yeah, we were in high school. Oof. Remember when he had the whole uh, crowd clapping along in the South yes. Park movie? Yeah. So, yeah. So EDP Satchel, the general. Who else? I thought Cheech we had six there. of was us. There? Was it Cheech or was I thought it was Gabor and Spenneberg. Oh man, it could have been. We, 
we all went over to uh, St. John's Festival on 84th. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I don't I don't like that Dan, his first reaction as soon as he hears that, just goes, hey. Yeah, St. John's Festivals are so, notorious. So notorious we, uh, infamous. It's drinking for Jesus. It's a Catholic church festival, so they just have beer tents and gambling tents and games and everything. It's 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 pretty cool. Um, so we're getting in line. To, we literally sat outside the theater for what forty five minutes, something like that. Yeah, just to get in, just to make sure we had tickets, and then we had to wait for everybody to get out, and we got in. So I think it was what Kyle's mom. Oh yeah. Wait! Yes, so she's a bitch, she's bitch, she's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a stupid bitch, throws a bitch. She's a bitch to all the boys and girls. And then on Monday she's a bitch, on Tuesday she's a bitch. Yeah, yeah. So then on Sunday just be different. Super King Kong Major. Yeah, may a beer. Come on, you're the So through the first verse, I have the whole fucking theater packed theater it's probably what 250 300 people there i have them all clapping along to the song the whole time <laughs> uh it happened true time. story it's young yeah, i believe it. it's a young pc tony uh, i was about to say one uh, more true south park story before we get to trivia uh for the for... longest time all of andrew's friends whenever they saw me just went well wait wait, wait 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 the baby Wait 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 wait. wait. <laughs> I don't know why I have this more readily available, but Andrew Belaz has friends. Back to you, AJ. I know, shocker. Oh, Randy, you're breaking my balls here. You're breaking my balls, Randy. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Uh, Screw you guys. I'm going home. This week, we neither of us, we both missed. Uh, Pot is war this week, but uh, I'll talk to you I next did. week. Yeah, fuck you. Just talk. Go ask your questions. But, uh, but yeah, we used to uh, always <laughs> say whenever ask I got questions, on their nerves. Joke man. <laughs> I know. But whenever I got on their nerves, do I amuse you? Kick Andrew would just look over and it's just like kick the baby, and I'm like, don't kick the baby. By wearing a red fucking nose. <laughs> All don't right. Clown to you. What are you over there? Kissing hands and shaking babies. Ugh. Sunny, one, two, or three. Number one! Yay! All right, door number one. What was the move Shawn Michaels used as a finisher before the Sweet Chin music? So he'd use the Sweet Chin music, but he'd use a move right after it. What is it? Fucking biscuits. I was going to say, there's no way PC Tony doesn't know this. It's his favorite wrestler, I thought, for sure. I know that this is... I well, I think he's like my co-favorite wrestler. Uh, I'm not sure if this is the right name of the fucking move. Uh, I was about to say him and Styles are one A one B for me. Uh, I knew I knew that this was this. I knew that he did. I can't remember what he did. Was this submission? Nope. Well, don't help him. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with, with you? <laughs> It's a hit for both of you. It's not a submission. I didn't need the hit. I don't need the hit. That's how sneaky I am. You know, you don't listen to me half the time because I just talk so much crap. Like, it doesn't even make any fucking sense. And then when I just ask the question, you're like, answer coherence? Sure. It's just strategy. It's really strategy for me to keep delaying because I don't have an answer written down yet. I think, 
I'm gonna just go with this though. I have to. Uh, you got something? I do. Wait, I don't know if this is what you call it, and I know the move, so I'm gonna. I can. Oh, whatever, guy. Just brag a little more while I think over here. You know, what? What's that shirt you're wearing? Is that what is that yeah, logo? Go ahead, go ahead, and uh, stall all you want. The music's over, brother. I don't have it. I got nothing. I don't know what all it right, is. Dan, what do you got? All right. Hey, fireman's chair. No, and I don't Fireman think this is the right carry. name of it, but it's a, it's the a side suplex, like the back suplex. I don't know if they call it the side suplex, though, was it? It wasn't a side suplex. It was the back suplex where he went. It was where he went that way with him. Like I don't know if it's yeah. a back suplex or what they call it, but that's the move. Want to give What's you a name? point? No, that's the move. What's the name of the move? It was the move. A, it was a teardrop suplex. Oh. That's not a side suplex. No points. No bullshit. Yeah, you gra- you I know grab the it move. between the groin and then and swing you back to be pulling backwards. Go away! Come on, guy. The groin. This is bullshit. Yeah. This is totally... There we go. Yeah. There it is. Oh man. Fuck one. Yeah, how many That's points did you give him? And that was the easy question. Are you oh, giving shit. him a point? Yes. Yes, he is. Are you giving? I knew the move. I know what it was called. I'm, I'm giving him the point because he actually said a suplex, not a fireman's fucking carry. Whoa, who gives a shit? I mean, come on. I could have said wrestling move. That's the same as suplex. It's such a broad fucking category. I got, got 300 more. I got 200 more. Under the back. He's under the groin. I feel like I got one under the groin. Fucking it's next question. Jesus. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, Dan. Dan, a good deuce. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, from one of my favorite wrestlers to another. Yes. I'm pissed. At points like this in a softball game, I would stop the whole thing, and I'd be like, "You guys might as well go take a break and sit down." Yeah, Blue. I'd like to officially protest this game. You don't know how that works. Okay, well, this is how it works. Anyway, let's go on to question number two. All right. I love it a good deuce. Now, I really want you guys to think for this one. Lucky bullshit point. I want you guys to think here. Who did AJ Styles face in his first televised WWE match? Oh, oh God. fuck. Who was his opponent in his first televised match? Oh! Yeah. Oh, there you go. Are you going to call it superstar number one and say it's close enough like my suplex? So you admit your point's bullshit. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay, let's see these answers. This is right. Dan says Jeff Hardy. Tunney says Y2J. Uh, you guys are both wrong. Damn it. you. Because... Remember, 2016 wasn't his first televised match. It wasn't. I was trying to think of who that who he wrestled when he was a young, a young a whatever his initials stand for. Oh, Anthony James oh, oh, Styles. That's what uh, we're Alan. going. 
expected. Hold on, let me think. Yeah, that's what I was trying uh, to think. Alan Jane, Alan Jones. Sorry, I can't remember who the fuck it was. It's a big, it's a big guy, right? No, it wasn't. It was a little guy, right? It was a little guy. Yeah, there it's you go. Vegetable? There you go. The, the, there you go with the fucking oh, okay. horizons. There. It's a fruit. <laughs> My father owns a grocery store, <laughs> and he sells. R Mysterio. Uh, no, um, Shane Helms. No, that's that's too. Maybe, yeah. Doesn't matter. Nope. You don't get no it, points. It, it, it was Hurricane Helms. Ah, uh... <laughs> it was it was Hurricane Helms on a WWE jacked. That is way more legitimate than side fucking soup. I fucking totally pro. <laughs> Greg DeMarco, I am pro officially taking this to the highest chair shot power and protesting this edition of Total BS Trivia. Whatever, fine. Pretty sure this Whatever. is our show. You don't have to go with anybody. I was about to say, this is your show. You, how, how, did, how is he the highest authority? He's the highest authority in chair shot, but screw it. Last question. I'm not the highest authority here. This is a DP PC collaboration i think i got it that time there was another uh, one. Oh god all right what's going on so, so this one i want you guys to really think and if it's still one to one i want one to one it's not one to one he doesn't get that shit he didn't put that on Come the paper on. he didn't put it he put up the answer on the paper and it was wrong <laughs> blew the whistle <sighs> price is wrong bitch i think <laughs> Well, I think it's only fair that it's one to one. No, I don't think it's fair at all. Actually, it should be a half a point to a half a point, to be honest with you. Because side suplex, that's horseshit. I mean, you're not a hundred percent wrong, but it, you know, nice round number is a one, so you know, it's a right. nice line. All right, what's the score right now? All right, it's one to one. I'll I'll be nice. Say one yeah, to one. EP, suck on that shit. That's how I felt after the first well, question. Soccer's you, on. Soccer. <laughs> I've been watching Columbus since Cincinnati. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I can see, like, pieces of it behind in Dan's <laughs> fucking camera. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right. What, the, what the network decided it's more interesting we go into this tide. Sorry, DP. Deal with it. Side <laughs> suplex, asshole. What wrestler created and innovated the move Snake Eyes? If you if you actually give the gimmick, that's how you get the win because the the person had multiple gimmicks at the time. If you get the sole gimmick, not just the wrestler, you win. What? So you're talking about carrying him on his shoulder, launching right, him in right first in the into the bubble, then back off the ropes with the boot, right? That's snake eyes no, to you. Not even the boot. I would think just the turnbuckle, right? Uh, just 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 the turnbuckle. Okay, so ask the question again. Who created and made the name for the move Snake Eyes? If you give the broad wrestler, that's fine. But if you also give me the gimmick, that's how you win. If if it's still a draw. Because he had multiple gimmicks. He has he had multiple gimmicks in his entire career. I can think of five off the top of my bat. All no, right. Off the top of my head. So we should both get person right just working on the gimmick if you yeah if you get the person yes that that's how you do it no don't say don't overthink the person dan yeah don't don't okay 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 because i know the music's still going 
What was Mark's gimmick that he started this in WCW with? Is that the answer we're looking for? No? Okay. Because it's not? It's not me and Mark Callis. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Did we get any of this? But, but the person, it was the right company when the guy made it. It is WCW. Oh, All right, I fuck got... Christ. I got an answer. This is probably wrong, but it might. Uh, 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 you never know. You might. You might pull something out of your ass. Is it a little guy? No, God, no. That was a joke. If it was a little guy, it would be a lawn dart. I think I might have it. Uh, oh, Are you ready, on. No, I got it now. Hang on. Okay. Yep. 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 Straight it down. What'd you call me? What'd you say about my car? <laughs> I drive a Dodge Stratus! Oh, never mind. I got it. There it is. There it is. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Let's see the answers. Dan? Dan, who'd you say? God damn it. You both got it fucking right. (laughs) You even got that that gimmick right. (laughs) This is total BS! Yeah! Nobody wins, but AJ loses. Best trivia ever. What do you mean? What do I mean? I'm just getting started tonight on a Friday afternoon, so this won't be my last call, but it's the last thing we're going to talk about today. But the first thing I'm going to talk about before we talk about, or while we talk about the last thing we're going to talk about, if you can follow that logic, is make sure you head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Plenty of great designs. Like, literally, these are quality t-shirts, folks. Just do me a favor. Head over there. Check out the shirts. Check out the designs. I guarantee you find something you like. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Do Miranda Morales the favor, the queen of soft style. Get that shirt in soft style. Your epidermis will thank you. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. Last call today. NXT. Oh, there there you go. AJ's got the uh, chair shot brewing company shirt. Established, what, 2017? 2017. There you go. November 2017. I remember that time. Very, very much. That that story has been told many a time on the uh, the 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 conception of Chairshot, thechairshot.com uh, was a very much conference call between me, DP, and Greg DeMarco. I believe it was a Friday target. afternoon. Yeah, sitting outside yeah. a Target store. Yeah, yeah. Greg's like, I gotta call these assholes. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> NXT guys. Samoa Joe, first ever three-time champion. AJ, I, I mean, awesome, right? I mean, just awesome. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, they, they're they playing into the Raw story as well with something, where if you watch TakeOver, or if you just want to watch my review, since I also did TakeOver 36, Karrion uh, Cross did not have Scarlet in his corner. So they're really playing up to that Scarlet's his urn 
moniker because Joe, he showed the ring rust. He showed, we, you know, he's he's a little out of it a little bit, but he still dominated. Did we hear he's, that before somewhere? Did you hear what somewhere before? That Scarlet's going to be like his urn? Yeah, good we, job, Dan. Whoa, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wanted wanted uh, podcasting uh, co-host. DW Podcast is hiring. <laughs> Uh, watch out for that ceiling, bud. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yeah, Samojo showed the ring rust. You know, a little bit. But he's still Samojo. He still is that Samoan submission machine, that Samoan destroyer. And I'm not gonna lie, when I was watching the match and I do my little quick results, I put down Samojo wins via Coquina Clutch. I had to delete that right away because we saw the return of the Muscle Buster. I was so happy when I saw that. I I popped harder than Platt shouting it on his microphone for any podcast he's on. That was amazing. He just had him on the shoulders, dropped him. One, two, three. Muscle Buster's back. Woo! I guess, uh... I guess uh, Tyson Kidd's not that mad anymore, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was great to see that back. You know, I'm, I'm really happy, uh, obviously, that kind of knew this was going to happen, but it's well-deserved for Samoa Joe to come back after his, you know, dealing with his injury a year off and then be able to take the title and, and now kind of, you know, lead at XT one more time. You know, we saw it with Finn Balor, came back and, and ran the show for a little bit. Now Samoa Joe's coming up and running the show for a little bit again. Uh, so it'll be kind of cool to see, you know, who they decide to bring up to that level and, and challenge for the title. I, you know, they got a good handful of guys that they could do it with, but yeah, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on time. LA Knight drops the million dollar championship and he could be right. He could be next in line, right? You like that? I mean, he probably can, but of course I like that being the Sean Ricker, Eli Drake, LA Knight fan that I am, but we're not even talking about the best match that was on that entire card. Yeah, dummy. Yeah. I didn't even give it. I think that was tied for the worst, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, in my results. Three, three and a quarter. Best match, which, uh, as I alluded to before, especially at the end of my results, my final thoughts, if good old Uncle Dave can fucking break his own goddamn star system. I'm going to break it to Ilya versus Walter. I gave that motherfucker six stars. That was a beautiful match. Brutal match. Perfect story. Perfect way to end it. Perfect way to do everything, in my opinion. That was just chef's kiss. And it's interesting, you know, knowing, like we talked last week uh, with Mags and Kinney, that Walter's contract is up. And, you know, the decision of not, you know, him maybe not necessarily wanting to wrestle in the United States, you know, to come to NXT or, you know, the main roster or whatever, you know, what's he going to end up doing? It was an interesting way, I thought, to end that by not just pinning him, but tapping him out. And is that like a signifying moment of him tapping out of WWE, you know, like, Hey, I'm tapping myself out. I'm done. 
you know, as opposed to just taking a pinfall. So I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Walter does after this, but hell, hell of a match. I, it was just, like you said, just ridiculously physical and so much fun to watch. I, the NXT needs to move their ass out of the Capitol Wrestling Center and get back on the road because a full big crowd watching that and cheering that on would have been phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, for pay-per-views. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where's Walt? What, what is Walter going to do? I don't know. Rev, Rev Pro, maybe? Race. Right, but anything he does that doesn't involve either traveling to Japan or coming over to America, and, and you can hate me if you want, Europe, but anything he does over there is going to be a step backwards from what he's doing right now. Does and how long is that going to satisfy what does he have to wrestle? I mean, maybe he wants to raise chitlins. You know, chitlin market as high as it is. I well, mean, they're I, a mean I know little animal, a but their coats school. are worth a fortune. I think I I feel like DWA podcast number two eighty nine is probably get coming to a close here now. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it. Dan, do you need a drink? Do I need a drink? I got one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well. Does Christopher Walken have a drink? <laughs> <laughs> I you know I I enjoy you know the cocktails you know. More than a beer man, you know. Hey, Robin you Cokes. know what this beer needs? You know what this beer needs? What does it need? More cowbell. <laughs> God. <sighs> no, Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, that was the bit. He was Bruce yeah, Dickinson. Yeah, I know. Will Ferrell, I guess. I remember. I brought it up. Ratio Sands, Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers. I think that's who was all in that bit. Sounds right. Man, I should start an SNL podcast. Should. Uh, maybe. maybe. And not do it on Saturday nights. Don't don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I don't know. I that doesn't that didn't make any sense. But neither do half the things we do here. That's uh, true. NXT, any other thoughts? I don't know. I, I'm just not into NXT right now. I mean, honestly, the fact that, and Dan said it best, Finn Balor came back and ran the show, and Samoa Joe's coming back to run the show. It just means that no one was coming back to run anything on their fucking fire stretch, right? Like, like just before Sammy versus Shinsuke, and then after Sammy versus Shinsuke, like, it was just a stream of talent that never ended, and now... You can see you were blessed in that area in NXT, just like you were blessed in different areas of WWE and WCW and Impact and ROH and things of that nature. So wrestling cyclical, y'all. I mean, that's why I'm a WWE guy, because I have the roots to it, right? Like, I know the lineage. To me, it's one long story that you just stay with. I'm not saying I don't enjoy everything else, but NXT's kind of been bogus lately. It's been my biggest problem is that's what kind of why I brought up the Finn Balor thing. You hit it on the head, you know, who is their, who's their next big guy? You know, Samoa Joe now it's like they're, they don't, I feel like they don't have, which is surprising because they have plenty of talent there, but they got nobody that they believe in apparently to hold the title. And, you know, now they got Karen Cross looking like a Farouk wannabe apparently. So 
Well, yeah, that that attire isn't doing. Everyone will fall, and what the fuck does that mean? That doesn't mean anything to me. You just sound stupid, and every interview is with the anyway. Uh, you know, the thing is, is you had all these, you had so much talent that had built up so much credibility within the wrestling community that just got brought in at one after another, one after another, one after another, one after another. You didn't have to familiarize yourself with these guys at that point. It was just one hit after another. And now you're, you're watching seedlings grow and it's, it takes a while. I mean, I got nothing on that one. <laughs> but you know what I, it right on the head. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's just it's it's rough. Uh, all right, we, we've had a we've had a pretty pretty decent run today. Good show. I I think this has been a really good show. Last wrestling thoughts overall. Uh, anything in general? What what's your favorite thing that's going on? What's your least favorite thing that's going on? What are you most looking forward to coming up? I, I'll start to give you guys a second. I want to see what kind of match CM Punk has with Darby Allen. I do. After all the shit I give AEW and everything else, and I'm a huge CM Punk fan, you know, I'm interested to see what style of wrestling he's going to bring back. And I can't wait to see where Daniel Bryan ends. Much like Punk, I, I hope it's with WWE. I I enjoyed, like I said, I was at AEW I loved the teased pipe bomb of Daniel Bryan that Punk threw out there when everybody started chanting yes. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Uh, you know, I enjoyed the teaser. I, I wanted to bring this up earlier. I'll, I'll use this now. Like, this was my initial thought of when I was sitting there listening to the fans that were near me and everything. Is WWE is for the older generation and the young kids. And AEW is for the teenagers, the young teenagers. That's what it felt like when I was sitting there. That's what I believe. Uh, not necessarily that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, one way or the other, it depends on what you like. But when I sat in that crowd, and I've sat in plenty of WWE crowds too, that's the way I felt when I was sitting there was, these are the, these are the young teenagers. They were all around me. <laughs> They chanted terribly during a lot of the matches. Uh, literally every about five seconds. I don't know if you can hear it on television when Brian Cage was on there, but one guy was just yelling, come on, Cage, come on, Cage, come on, Cage. Like every three seconds, no matter what was happening in the ring. Uh, it just, that's the way it felt fan-wise. And I don't know how that comes across, but that's the way the split of at least these two companies feel for me when I was there. There, There's definitely a split where, like you said, one's focusing more on the people that are younger, like around my age or a little younger, a little older than that, that like the high spots, that like a bunch of other random flippy-dippy gymnastics. I'm not one of those guys, but still. But <laughs> AEW looks like it's getting its ball rolling finally. You know, not only did the Brian Danielson teaser come out. You probably didn't see it, Dan, because they didn't focus on it, but apparently on CM Punk's shoes, he drew AC and BW on his on the side of his shoes, apparently. So he's, he's trying to fan some more flames here, and if you don't know who I mean by AC and BW, Adam Cole and Bray Wyatt. 
but who knows what we might see, what comes next, because there's always more surprises that comes in wrestling, especially now with WWE just making sure they do a bunch of cuts to make sure everything's slimmer in their mind. And AEW's going to pick things up. Impact is even rumored to be taking both Murphy and apparently Braun Strowman's rumored to go there. And not to mention that you're going to see on Sunday, from my end, NWA 73 is going to have Ric Flair coming back into the NWA Sacred Halls. Woo! So, people are benefiting from all of this. That I will never retire! I was waiting for Y2J so. to pull that... Uh that interview out when he came out and they were talking about it. Arm drag. Hold two. Arm bar. Hold three. The moss covered three handled family gradunzel. I still got 200 more. I got 200 more holes in there. Jeez Louise. That's what I was waiting no, for right. when, uh, when he came out to make his special announcement was I will never retire. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's coming up. Everyone's getting new jobs. Yada yada yada. All right, yeah, let's plug our shit. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Gentlemen, great work today. Uh, you can follow me at PC Tony on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow this show at Podcast DWI. We are on the march. Two three hundred. It's gonna probably land us in the early November, and uh, we can't wait for it. We're we're trying to cook up something special. Who knows? I might decide to pull a fast one on y'all, but we'll see what happens. Um, please continue to listen to everything Chairshot Radio Network. Great stuff going on there, and all the great writers we have over at thechairshot.com. DP, where can they find your behind? Well, right here every weekend. On podcast DWI. As he snuggles, as he snuggles his like, ass into his chair. Work on my ass like, groove. Oh, yeah, he, he literally kind of did it. He's like, oh, right <laughs> he here. He did the whole wiggle. Oh, like, Jimmy, oh, like, oh, oh get in there. Yeah. We dig like, in. I, like, first, first, I was like, maybe he should wipe better. And then I was like, oh, no, he's just talking about his behind. <laughs> yeah, you can follow, but, follow but me. still wipe better. All over the world, by social media interwebs. You can find DP his ass across the carpet. <laughs> Me and my cat. We're just gonna, we're gonna touch haunches as we drag our way across the living room carpet. Next GW episode. Touching haunches. <laughs> oh yeah, there we go. When haunches touch. Uh... Oh, I keep going, Dan. And it's me, DPP. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's all I got. AJ? Uh, You can find me on Twitter, at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. Like we said before, I got SummerSlam. I got TakeOver 36, and I'm going to be doing the 73rd anniversary of NWA on Sunday. And if you haven't, since uh, Tunny... Looks like he got his complexion back. Go check out when I guest starred on Pot is War. My internet was out. 
I know it was, but I'm just saying. Go I check was, that out. Pot is war. Yeah. Tunny got darker. Balls got younger. Yeah, I got. Oh, I see what you mean now. Yeah, Ray. Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah, it sucks. It went. Oh man, fucking internet pissing me off. I'm literally sitting here Wednesday night going. All right, dope. These guys get it done. Yeah, brother. Hmm. It's just to the top. Yeah, you guys did a great job. Shout out to freak you out, and Ray. Out. Yeah. That's that's uh, well, it was it was what we the word we used to to snap into. Or to bite into, it'll snap into a Slim Jim, you know. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! All right. Well, for DPP, the scientist, the architect, the inebriator in an era in which it is awesome. For AJ Belaz, the trivia tricks are phenomenal in so many ways. And for your commissioner, you've been listening to episode 289 of the podcast known as DWI, right here on the Chairshot Radio Network. And, uh... Yeah, I, I guess I just kind of ruined about how I was going to blow everybody's eardrums, hey? I just kind of just smoothed right through it, huh? Oh, you're going to do it anyway, though. My earballs! We'll see you next week. You've been listening! Ah, there we go. Yeah, buddy, to another edition of the podcast known as D.W. I... Oh, we missed it! Fucking posse. Thank you for that. That was me. I'm going to keep talking over the entrance out. I don't know what an entrance out is. Outro? There were no dipping Dots yes. at the pay-per-view at AEW either, which I was very disappointed. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.